0: You're listening to Positive Thinking with Georgia Siddell, a series of interviews with non-celebrity, normal people in my life on their passions, relationships, happiest and most defining moments of their lives. My guest this week is actor and writer Tiwa Lade. Tiwa, you are an actress Mm -hmm. and a writer Mm -hmm. and you've done some producing and yeah. some directing I mean what haven't you done in terms of like performance work
1: I feel like there's still so much to do I feel like I haven't even begun Georgia honestly I like, I think especially <laughs> with this year as well it's just kind of like I mean 2020 has been an absolute write-off but yeah I'm just a bit like I can't wait to actually fully start not that I'm not grateful for everything that I've done but you know, you know, and I just feel like I'm at the beginning.
0: So um, mm-hmm. I actually really struggled this week <laughs> to find positive news. <laughs> um, but I did find one really, really cute article. So I'm going to get it up now and I'm going to read it to you so we can talk about it. It's no. from Yahoo News. And the title is, spend all your money elderly care home residents use boards to offer honest advice to young people and it's like pictures of all these elderly people in a care home and they're holding up these boards I don't know whether you've seen like there are also some Instagram posts that are going around with like elderly people holding up like messages like what they would tell the younger generation like things that they wish that they told themselves when they were younger so it's like their life lessons which I think ties in really nicely with like the end of This podcast which will be your life lessons so one lady said um spend all your money enjoy yourself while you're young I think that's so true because I feel like I'm just like when I'm older I can relax I'll just work hard now and enjoy it later but she said enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. while you're young and I think that's so true have some cheek Uh, don't be pushed around and if you're nice to people more often than not they will be nice to you and I think that's so true to you Tiwa because
1: you're so nice to everyone oh Georgia coming from you honestly do you know what one thing that I remember so obviously I heard so much about you before I met you but you probably don't remember this so I think it was um um demonics class and I think he gave us a scene to work on and you were like okay cool I'm at break just come up to my room and then we'll go through it like before anything I was like okay sweet so I literally went to my room dropped my bags and then I came up to your room and you were off book (laughs) (laughs) and I was like we just... (laughs) We just got the scene, Georgia. What the hell? You're like, don't worry, don't worry. Just take your time. Like it's gonna be fine. I lo- and I was like, now I'm just slowing you down.
0: <laughs> I love that you think that's coming from a place of kindness. It's not. That's no, coming was- from a place of high functioning anxiety. <laughs> no, you were so
1: patient with me though. But.
0: No, honestly, that's just because if I'm not prepared for something, if I'm not overly prepared, I'll literally have a panic attack. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> it's the minute I get a script, I'm like bothering every single person in my site to run lines with me. So I'm off book as soon as possible, because otherwise I, I'll have a meltdown if I'm in a rehearsal and I don't know my lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but that I just find it so much. <laughs> so this is they said shared messages to future generations on board that held them up as part of a group activity so these images went viral and have been shared more than 11,000 times i'm sure more than that now that they've gone on this um website i love this one think before you ink but then in brackets she put right and i thought she meant like before you get a tattoo but she meant right so think before you I think for now like maybe then she meant like writing letters but I think now like maybe writing emails that would be more appropriate. A smile goes a long way. Never go to bed without apologizing for an argument. That is so true. Turn your back on an argument rather than a thump and two minds are better than one. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah I like that. One lady said keep your legs together." (laughs) (laughs) and then and then tony this cute little guy called tony just put be yourself the last guy said have a nice christmas (laughs) (laughs) and i think that was written this year so i think he meant despite lockdown well potentially lockdown despite like not being able to be with family and he's like completely on his own in a care home he just put have a nice christmas so i think it's like make the most of kind of being young and having Christmas together, despite everything, because obviously these guys are just gonna be in a care home with strangers.
1: Mm, yeah, I literally just got off the phone to my mum and she was just telling me, oh, she always says hello, by the way. Oh, hi! Yeah, <laughs> um, and she was just saying like, we have to be thankful every single day for just the, the basics. Yeah, Because you know, yeah. I think we forget. Um, and just hearing about those people in a care home, like. Some of them don't have families that they're going to see this Christmas. And the thought of that is just so, so sad. I know.
0: So I just, I really love their messages. And I feel like it's a lovely reminder for us because I don't know, I feel like with this pandemic, it feels like it, it's ruining everything. It's ruining our lives, but actually we're still young and there's still potentiality and there's still a future and there's still years ahead of us that this pandemic, pandemic won't exist in um, mm-hmm. and maybe they'll be gone by then. Maybe this is their last few years. So I think it's nice to kind of think ahead and, and go like the future is bright for us. You know, it might be a, a few tricky years, but um, we will get through this. And we still have all these years ahead of us to enjoy the future and appreciate it so much more than maybe we would have done before this pandemic. Yeah, no,
1: for sure, definitely. So
0: Tiwa, what's your biggest passion and why?
1: Oh, you know what, it's so, I think it's so cheesy, like when an actor says, ah, the arts, I just love the arts, it's like my best passion. But it is, (laughs) but I actually am trying to like draw myself away from it more and try and find other passions. Cause I think when you literally encapsulate yourself with that constantly, you just become a bit sad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I don't think so. Do you feel like the
0: being so involved with the arts and like that being such a huge part of your life, do you think that, that's what drives you and motivates you and therefore makes you happy.
1: Yeah, because I love watching films. I even love listening to like podcasts where like they talk to like other actors and directors and like hearing their journeys of how they got to where they they got to. Um, And just like reading, I guess this whole, the whole lockdown period made people appreciative of, maybe he didn't realize before how amazing the arts are and like what a great, Mm. escapism it is yeah and like I don't know whether you
0: saw that video of um the musicians in Barcelona playing to everyone in the lockdown on their balconies yeah and they played the the Titanic theme tune and there was one guy on the piano and another guy like a few buildings over joining in with the saxophone and everyone was just out on their balconies listening to music Mm -hmm. and I feel like that is just the perfect representation of like how we really do need the arts. And I know that like science is important. Like of course, more than ever, we need science now, but actually the arts are equally as important because what would we have been doing during lockdown if we didn't have them? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so you, when did you start, when did you realize that you loved the arts? When did you realize that that would be your passion in life?
1: And um, like, since I can remember, like, I remember just making up shows for the family whenever I could. (laughs) I'm sure my mum remembers all of them. Um, And then just like trying to do all the school shows that I could. Um, And I remember like, you know, what? watching Disney Channel as a kid and just being like, how can I do that i want to do that and then obviously that matured as I got older <laughs> <So> <laughs> no, i i still i still want to be
0: ashley tisdale in high school musical
1: <laughs> right um yeah, yeah yeah and i think yeah, from watching disney channel that's what made me want to go to the states as well because like that's where it's all happening that's what i want to be a part of <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm and um, you yeah.
0: spoke about school shows. What was your favorite school show that you were in?
1: It was probably it was Greece. That <gasps> was the first school show.
0: Let me guess. Let me guess. Did you play Rizzo?
1: I didn't, you know. <laughs> what? I know, I know. And so I really, really wanted Sandy because I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's like the best character." But then I ended up getting—do um, you know Vince Fontaine? He was like the school, like DJ. So he's at the party and he like hosts like the dances. Oh everything. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah! I know what you
1: mean in the big like dance scene. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And then I was also the um, the gym teacher. Um, but also oh, I, I, you had two roles, multi-rolls. <laughs> I got to do the fun like costume change out back.
0: <laughs> that's really exciting and like coming I, on and showing the audience like I'm someone new now, look how versatile I am.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, no I loved it, loved it. So that was like year seven and that's when I was like, yeah,
0: this is what I want to
1: do. Oh, I love
0: that because I feel really bad about giving students when I'm directing plays like, or like I'm I'm doing a film. Well, I've just finished a film now giving them small roles and being like, Oh, am I going to put them off? Are they not going to be inspired? And they're not going to want to pursue this, but it's so nice to hear that like you had two smaller roles and yet that was the moment when you decided that
1: that's what you really wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, I think it was just all the excitement around it as well, like getting there after school and then warming up with the whole cast and, it's like going backstage with the theatre and film like you're really a part of something like that no one else can see in the audience. I, I love that you said the, the
0: warming up bit and that's what stuck with you because um, what, what I remember from like working with you on your, on your play when we were rehearsing at the Lyric was that it was such a key part of your work is that like that ensemble and that connection and that um, those warm-ups and those games like it's such a huge part like it's not just about the final product it's not just about everyone acting perfectly it's actually about the connection between the ensemble.
1: Oh my gosh for sure I I just won't forget when we were having so much fun and we were playing like game after game after the game and then the producer was like um you've been playing for like an hour and 10 minutes you need to start rehearsing do you remember (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) I Yeah, I
0: I know it did but the thing is like it it really changed the way that we worked as a cast because because you put so much focus into that it meant that we really like trusted each other and because we trusted each other it just flowed so much more smoothly. Everyone at some point in a play slips up. But if you know you've got each other's backs, if you've got that relationship and that um, feeling of a team, working as a team together, then like nothing can really be that obvious if someone does slip up because there's always someone there to kind of have their back. Yeah. I, Which is I mean so good.
1: I think one of the main things that I wanted, because that was my first time stepping in as a director, and from previous experience, I mean, I've worked with like really, really lovely directors um, who are very similar, who loves to play like, a lot of uh, games and stuff. And I've similarly worked with some directors where you just feel like super intimidated in the room and you, you don't know what you can say or do or just a bit tense. And I was like, I really don't want that atmosphere in the mm-hmm. room. I just want mm-hmm. sort to of free.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think because you've got that acting experience, I think that's what made you such a successful director because you didn't just see it from, I've got this vision. I want to make this happen. Just make this happen. You saw it from our side and the process you, the actors have to go through to get there and you're kind of with us every step of the way. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why it works so well. And like, I remember when we did the show after one of the nights, when we were interviewing some of the audience members, and I would say, like, pretty much every other audience member was saying that the, the cast worked so well together. And it was mm-hmm. it was our energy together that really brought the material to life. And mm-hmm. that's, like, all down to you and, I think, your experience and, like, just the way you work. So I think that's a real mm-hmm. credit to you.
1: So well done, Tiwa! No, but honestly, like, working with your friends is such a I think it's so rare to be able to do that at that level because just coming into rehearsals every day and like working with all my friends was such a blessing I know that was so fun oh I want to do it again yeah (laughs) so much fun
0: yeah I just wonder if there's anything like in the future that within the arts that you haven't because you said that you wanted to explore more and there's like so much more you want to do like what's kind of on your bucket list for for you? What would be like, if you could say in 10 years time, I want to have achieved this, what would that be for you?
1: Mm, I mean, I would love to be, oh man, there's just so much. I mean, I would just love to be able to act and write. I think those are the two main things. Um, just constantly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, over um, the lockdown period, I've been able to write a lot, which I really, really love doing. Um, but I've obviously I've written for theatre, so I'd love to write for screen. So yeah, I'd love to see more of that in the future.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Uh, I, I'm sure that you'd write the most amazing screenplays because your your stage plays are awesome. So let's move on to your first love. First love. Who or what was your first love? Lots of people are doing what, but you're very welcome to do who too.
1: I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna, can I do two? Yeah, girl. Okay, so my first, like, I'm gonna do a person. Yes. Um, And if they're listening to this, hello. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I've been waiting for this opportunity to tell you that I love you.
1: Hello. Um yes, yeah. <laughs> so, No, basically, I was like, how old was I? So I was in year year 5 and I went on holiday with my auntie and my little cousin to Lanzarote. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you
0: think that the guy that you met in Lanzarote <laughs> is listening to my podcast to find you out know. that you still love him. As <laughs> a
1: um, and Georgia. <laughs> the guy oh. when you were in year five. <laughs> <laughs> year five. <laughs> but I doubt he's met many other Twas since.
0: Okay, that's you know? fair enough. Do you think he still Googles your name?
1: Maybe. I don't know. But I, I <laughs> <laughs> so basically um you know remember when you'd like go on holiday and they have like the, the kids clubs so that the adults can go and have their fun. So um my auntie put my my cousin and I in like a kids club. I think it was called Tribe or something and um there was Jamie. He was there and like I think he was like year 5 too and we just clicked. We clicked. And I remember remember, um, we went to like karaoke night and we were like just chilling, obviously I was with my auntie and my cousin, he was with his family and um, he was like oh do you want to come out into like the um like the play area outside and I was like oh auntie can I go and play it with Jamie whatever and she was like no. I was like what? She's like, no, you have to like. We're gonna stay here and do karaoke, and I was honestly heartbroken. And then we were all leaving the next day, and um, I asked for his house address. Just so <laughs> her- talking so to do. <laughs> oh my gosh (laughs) and I remember like I held onto that piece of paper all the way back home and then I wrote him a letter and do you know what I wish I had a copy of what I said because that would have been amazing but yeah I wrote him a letter and what did you say what did you what what did you want to say to him you know it was amazing meeting you in Lanzarote and maybe we can meet up and I don't know like this is this is very
0: (laughs) Grease. It's like you were preparing for the role of
1: Sandy (laughs) method acting. acting. (laughs) Oh my gosh Georgia and so literally I remember every time when like the postman would come I'd literally just like go through all the letters checking and I did that for a couple of a good few weeks and
0: (laughs) I, never oh. a, I never
1: got a response. My oh my
0: gosh, thought. imagine if he came back now, if he listened to this podcast and he was like, I wrote, I wrote <laughs> to you every day. <laughs> Your mom hid the letters. And <laughs> we're in the rain. <laughs> in true notebook style right right um yeah i better call my mom after this just double check <laughs> yeah just double check she hasn't hidden any letters anywhere yeah salesman
1: so first in terms of and then in terms of a thing it has to be friends the tv show yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah who so. who's your favorite character chandler bing really yes oh my gosh how can he not i love him so much i
0: love the way you say his name chandler chandler bing
1: <laughs> you get really posh. I love him. I like, yeah, definitely him. But I love all of them though. Like whenever any of them pop up anywhere for like interviews for like different shows and films are doing, I just I get so happy. Same. I mean, I don't
0: know why, but I'm still obsessed with uh, Jennifer Aniston as well. I think it's because yeah. she's so still prominent in the industry, especially with yeah. all the amazing work she's been doing. Um, yeah, what's your favorite Friends episode? I think
1: it has to be the one when Brad Pitt turned up. Yeah, oh, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yes, that's it. That's it. And this is the way because I remember because I'm such a like a geek when it comes to the show. When he actually walked through the door, the audience wouldn't stop screaming for about seven minutes. So they had to like cut it down because they didn't know that he was coming. So what? they were just going crazy yeah and I think (laughs) and when I like watch it back because I've seen it obviously like hundreds of times now but just the interaction between him and Jennifer Aniston like you guys are actually going out then so it's just so I just
0: now that I've been doing some film work I'm absolutely in awe of the producers now that they did they did film with a live audience well tv with a live audience like they had so many different things to think about and the actors needed to be so on the ball and the camera crew needed to be so on the ball and the focus of the cameras and the sound and like literally everything had to be spot on. Like, I'm just absolutely amazed that they managed to do those shows with a live audience.
1: Yeah, yeah. And have you seen, Um, they've got like blooper reels on YouTube. They've got no. so many- Yeah, yeah. And you just... Oh my gosh! Like there's one in particular. It's the one where Ross wants to play at Chandler and Monica's wedding with um, the bagpipes, <laughs> and he's like keeps on trying to do it, and they're all just cracking up on the couch, like they just—that's
0: so know. good. In a way, it's like obviously it's scripted, but it feels so much like improv. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I- I'm just surprised that nothing else has been in place of Friends like it still plays on TV like after all these years and there's
1: nothing there's never really been anything like that since. Mm -hmm. I know I I actually was thinking this the other day of like are they going to try and bring like I don't think they can recreate it but try and like up it but I don't I'm not sure if they can because the writing Uh, is just spot on. It was
0: really all in the writing it Mm -hmm. really was. I was listening to an interview. Actually, I listened to um, David Schwimmer, and he—he—he's <laughs> um, awesome. He's so funny. He's quite serious. He sounds quite serious in real life. I was kind of surprised, um, but of course, he's acting as well. So yeah, he's not going to be like that in real life, even though you kind of expect him to. But mm-hmm. he was saying that, like, um, when they first were cast as uh, in the show, that they that their producers gave them some money and like told them to go out in Vegas and like enjoy themselves for the evening because basically their lives were never going to be the same again yeah can you imagine that night like after tonight or after this film after this show is released like my life will be changed forever and it and and they were they I mean the like a few of the most famous people really in the world like everyone knows friends like everyone knows the characters from friends everyone Mm -hmm. loves them like just imagine going from like a struggling budding actor in new york to uh a long lasting household name for decades i know i know
1: and i do you know what's so crazy is how long i've loved the show for Mm -hmm. because i remember watching it from like, I think year six in primary school and laughing at the jokes, but I guess not fully understanding the jokes. And now when I watch it back, I'm like, ah, so that's what that means. That's what that (laughs) means. But what's so great about it, like you say,
0: like you can enjoy it at any age because there's also physical comedy and it's in the timing. Like even if you don't get all the jokes, like it's hilarious for everyone. It's Mm -hmm. such a good show. That is a really good first love.
1: Yeah, first love.
0: And Tiwa, your top three life lessons. I can't wait to hear these because like you're my idol. Like I adore you. You have like the strongest work ethic. You're such a good person and a good friend and just a good human being. Like I feel like that you're going to come out, no pressure, come out with some really (laughs) wise things. And maybe this has come from like your family and where you've come from. I think that's a maybe a credit to your parents for the, like the
1: wonderful person that you are. So okay. thanks to was mum and dad. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be listening to this. My mum, I told you that my mum has listened to your other episodes as well. Oh, what does yeah. she think? Some she of them are a little them. bit extra. <laughs> we listen. well, we listened to the one with you and your dad together <laughs> and we are just both in bed just cracking up. Um, she loves them. Um, yeah. Um, first life lesson, right? Mm-hmm. I realized this over lockdown. So similar to what you were saying before about like, I I always kind of had this thought in my mind that okay, in our early years we need to like grind, and I think I even romanticized it as well. Like sometimes at the end of the day, if I wasn't tired, I'd literally beat myself up and be like, well, I'm not working hard enough. Then like literally flogging myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are you doing? You need to be doing something. You need to be, like, bleeding. Um, And I don't I think it's a Virgo thing. And and then over lockdown, where I literally had no choice but to just slow down, I was like, wow, self-care. And I was like, we need to invest in ourselves. Even if it's just doing your nails or, like, having a bath. Just taking time to just chill out. Um, Because we only have one life. Mm. And I was like, I could get hit by a double-decker bus tomorrow. I literally could. And can you imagine if I just spent my whole life just on the grind? Like, for what? You know? Like, I need to have some happiness. Yeah. Like,
0: you don't... Like, on your gravestone, it doesn't say, like, Tiwa worked for 75 hours a week. You know what I mean? Like, people don't care, like, about... I mean, maybe your boss cares about how productive you are. But like, in general, in life, I mean, I think we put way too much pressure on ourselves to work hard. And like, yeah, of course, we want to do well, but we can't do well for others, unless we're doing well for ourselves. So it's so important that we put ourselves first.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then second one kind of ties into that. But investing in the people that you love as well mm. friends and family mm. because again before lockdown like I was very much just like okay, I need to get this work done one whatever and I just never seemed to have the time to spend with anyone because I was always like I'm just busy I'm, I'm, t- I'm too busy to do anything um I was like but there actually are people out there that really care about me and I need to invest time even if it's just a phone call or a text like yeah, yeah. invest. The people that you care about
0: yeah for sure I feel the same I'm still trying to get better at that I feel because there are so many different forms of communication now I think it can be overwhelming like you can message someone on Instagram you can message someone on Facebook you can message someone on text you can message someone on WhatsApp you can message someone on Twitter I mean there are so many different and there are so many different people on different apps I feel like um if we, you know when you've got a pr- loads and loads of loads of problems and they like pile up and it's like one big pile and you're like where do I start for me that's how it feels with social media and messages and people mm-hmm. but actually if you just like break it all down and you're like okay who is important to me and why should I check in with them and when should I check in with them it just seems more manageable I yeah. like I still I, I'm saying this like I'm a pro I'm not at all like I need to get so much better at this but that's another thing that I've learned recently as well it's like just, I think, just having that reflective time that we've had in lockdown to be like, gosh, like, who, who do I want to check in with? Like, I really hope they're okay. Are their family okay? Like, I haven't seen much of them. Like, I know when you uh, went off social media for a while, I was like, oh, I hope T was okay. Like, you know, like checking in, and um, yeah, I love that. Just investing time in others as well is so important.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, like going onto the social media thing, I'm back on now. <clears throat> i think that was like a massive self-care thing for me because i was like this isn't helping my mental health at all Mm. like in no way i was like i think i need to (laughs) get rid of this for a bit i think that's so
0: good um i did it only because i was hacked so i had to like delete my everything for a while and it felt amazing and then i slowly kind of seeped back to in seeped back into it purely because i thought i can't communicate with people unless i'm on there Mm -hmm. but um what was your like main reason for like coming off of social media and how did you feel like when you when you had that time off like were you more productive
1: oh my god I was so much more productive and I was reading more which I used to love when I was younger and then I just kind of stopped because I thought oh, I don't have the time Mm. um so I actually picked up a book and I just sat on my bed and I read which (laughs) felt so foreign at first Um, but I loved it. And then I went into the garden.
0: (laughs) Literally just been like living under a rock of social media and you're like,
1: I went outside. There's green stuff out there. Right, right. And I was so lucky because my housemate got a hammock. So I was just chilling. I was Georgia, I was chilling. because you know what the weather was like?
0: Yeah. Oh my God. That's yeah. so dreamy. I think also that's what you needed because you were really grinding hard, girl, before <laughs> lockdown. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And it, it is, it feels like an actual cleanse. Like people say like social media detox, but it really is. It does feel like a detox. Yeah. Oh, so good for you. You've inspired me. I might go on another social media detox.
1: Hmm. And so what's your lesson three? My lesson three is... To find something to be grateful for every day. (gasps) Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I think it's just literally the small things, like I have a bed to sleep on. I have a roof over my head. There is food in the fridge. Like when you really just go down to the simple things, like we are so fortunate Mm. because there are some people out there who literally don't have the simple things, you know? Mm. Um. Because I find myself getting angry over the stupidest things sometimes, or like getting agitated. Like, Mm. oh, I thought the parcel was arriving at three and it's now four or five. Like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, Why am I getting angry over that? (laughs) I
0: know, like, I'm lucky that I have an address that I can send it to and pay for packaging and and postage
1: and, you know, all those
0: things. Yeah, that some Um, people can't. mm Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, yeah, I try to do it every day. So it's like kind of like a habit now when I wake up. I'm like, okay, thank you for this, 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 and this. And then I move on with the day. So what what were you thankful for this morning? I was thankful for my family. Because I still, like, they're they're all, uh, luckily through all of this, they're all healthy, safe, and happy. So, yeah, I'm really thankful for that. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm just trying
0: to think what I'm thankful for. Oh, I'm thankful for my uh, job and the opportunities that it offers me.
1: Yeah. How has that been?
0: Oh, my gosh. Tiwa, I've literally had the best couple of months. So, basically, I started working with a writer a couple of months ago with my students. And we basically devised and wrote uh, a short film. And then we brought in Slick Films, uh, which is a production company that won an Oscar for Best Short Film two years ago. And they Mm -hmm. captured our film to the highest standard. They worked so hard and the kids worked so hard. And the film looks absolutely epic. And then we're going to premiere it uh, in the in the new year of 2021 uh, at the Everyman cinema that we're, we're hiring. Yeah. And I mean, it is just the coolest project and it's just something that when I started teaching, it felt almost like defeat. Mm -hmm. It was almost like, um, well, I'm committing myself because when I do something, I want to do it properly. Like when I was like, okay, I'm going to teach a bit more now. I'm going to do it properly. I want to get qualified, I want to be the best teacher, like I want to do this job well. I, th- I thought I that that would take away from my creative side and like um, making art, even though I'm teaching drama and directing plays and like doing creative things, it was still maybe like a personal creative juice that I thought that I would miss, but actually it's t- actually opened up more opportunities for me because now I'm able to see a bit like you really see it from the other side and learn about producing and directing and being a first AD and all those other things and like I've done a lot of theatre and like I've done some kind of independent films but not to the, to the same way of professionalism as this film company do and um yeah I mean It's been so good. I feel like I'm talking about me a lot, and this is about you. (laughs) No,
1: No, but that sounds amazing.